0: We're talking about Shanika Aguilar, who's on this episode of Cutting It Close with Cliff...
1: And Kelsey! (laughs) No, seriously, it was a really fun episode. I feel so fulfilled after it. It was one of my first times really getting to know Shanika. I was telling Cliff, usually when we get together, it's on a project-by-project basis, so we're only talking about work or school. And... I, finally, I mean, we have common interests. She loves conspiracies. Yes. Like, oh, this is
2: awesome. <laughs> so,
1: we get into spiritual talks mm-hmm. and conspiracy talks, mm-hmm. of course, about her background, yes. her love of filmmaking. Yes. Gosh, she is so wonderfully diverse in, in what she does and how she thinks. And yeah. she's so open minded mm-hmm. to any kind of possibilities, too. While still being beautiful, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Oh, she's the best! Thank you, Shanika, for
0: being on. Yes, we had a lot of fun. Um, is there anything we want to shout out in the intro here?
1: Um, thank you, MVMP, for yes. providing our location. As always, it's <laughs> wonderful.
0: Um, We've, yeah, it's been a while because mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, we took a couple of weeks off. A
0: couple of weeks off, um, and yeah, we do. We will need to be taking a couple, at least one month off this summer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But we'll pack them in up until then. (laughs) Um, Yeah, who do we have next week?
1: We have um, Joe
2: on Joe, Next Week. Joe, yeah, right. yeah,
1: yeah. So Joe um, just designed my movie poster for Helle Calais, oh, which nice. is like two years in the making of a movie poster. <laughs> but finally, I reached out to him and he was able to turn it over in like a couple days. Wow. I'm like so happy with that's it. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. But um, besides being like a great graphic designer, he is a comedian at heart. Oh, when okay. I first met him, he was auditioning for a role in um Helle Calais, but he's so great at improvisation and like local comedy. He's okay. a real like, Enthusiastic, pigeon speaking, brada man. I love Joe. He's, I'm so excited for next week. That's cool. going to be really fun. Great. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this week's episode with Shanika Aguilar. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. It, yeah. We have something with last names. Aguilar. Aguilar. I know.
1: I was watching the Alex book one, and I'm like, oh, I'm so cringy. I know how to say it. Why
2: can't I
0: say it?
1: Then? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're learning yeah, every week. We're learning, learning. Mm-hmm. and to be honest, this is my favorite episode mm-hmm. so far. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Sorry, Nella. We're gonna have to have you on again.
0: Uh oh. You gotta step it up, Nella.
1: Yeah. You, you gotta talk about conspiracies. Get me talking about pyramids. No.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> all, right, all right. All right. Enjoy it, this episode. Here, here we go.
2: <laughs> 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 One, two, three, four.
1: Problems cool. Oh,
0: yeah. I just got the Instagram uh, storyline studio started a live video. Nice, yes. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> <us. Wow. laughs> we never had a guest stream on their own thing before, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that
3: is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. extra marketing. Yeah, <laughs> I know what it is. So, how are you doing? I'm good. Great. I've been uh, extremely busy. Yeah, post grad. Do,
0: do tell. And you just graduated
3: last year, yeah, last spring. Yes, okay, cool. Yes,
0: what's life been like since graduation?
3: A whirlwind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, did you want me to tell you a little bit about what happened after post grad?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's
3: dig in. Post grad, um, Marlene actually referred Raina and I to this really cool summer opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like this summer documentary mm-hmm. um, with the School of Ocean Earth Science and Technology. Oh, that! Yeah. Yeah, the I remember our, hearing about the that. The REU program. Mm-hmm. And so we did that for the whole summer, and it was, like, this heavily integrated program where we were immersed with the students. Oh, wow. And on it island. Was on was island. Abroad. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it and was, like, um, it was, like, a first-hand experience at what it's like to be a documentary filmmaker, like, on location, mm-hmm. because we actually were provided dorms.
2: So we were, like, living living with
3: them. Wow. And these were, like, about 10 to 13 students from all across the U.S. Mm -hmm. And so they came here to do, like, their thesis science projects. Mm -hmm. And then we were um, tasked Mm -hmm. with documenting that whole experience. Where were you dorming? Where were you guys stationed? We were at Freer Hall. Oh okay, yeah, right on campus, yeah, yeah, right on campus, Mm -hmm. close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) wasn't too jarring of an experience, but it was really fun because um, it was kind of like an on-call kind of a thing. Like Hmm. we had a general schedule, but majority of it was open to what we felt was important to film. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it was like, um, like we would get like text messages at like (laughs) three a.m. and they'd be like, "Oh, we're at the lab. This just happened. Do you want to catch it?" yeah yeah or like just random things like i'll be like eating lunch and then one of them will come up to me and they'll be like hey i'm doing a lab experiment at this time i won't be able to do it again so if you want to see like Dang. what it's gonna what what it's gonna look like yeah come over and like film it and i'm like let's do it let do it you can't <laughs> yeah, miss it you can't miss it like and with the science experiments like sometimes you can't redo it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was it was a pretty interesting experience yeah that's amazing Yes. And did
0: you go out
3: to sea also? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh my I forgot time. about that.
0: <laughs> yes, we
3: did. We were out at sea for, like, almost a week.
2: Wow. I think it was what?
3: three to four days. Uh-huh. I forget. On a research but vessel? On a research vessel. Oh. Wow. It was the Kila Moana. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Like, majority of us got seasick. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> That's allowed.
3: Like, seasick to the point where we were vomiting. Oh. Like, like... Almost every day. Oh man. Yeah. With the camera in your hand. <laughs> With the camera. and it was it was hard for me and Reina because our screens are small, so we don't have monitors in our camera. Oh. Like the larger monitors. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So being on a boat that's rocking sideways. Oh and you're like and you're like this, like focusing on this really small oh, screen. Geez. And I'm getting queasy
1: just thinking of it. Yeah, no, it's like uh yeah. Oh man.
3: But it was Wild. It was crazy because yeah. I honestly had no idea what they were doing out at sea. Yeah. I was just told that we were gonna go around Oahu. <clears throat> and they were going to conduct some research on the ocean. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So we were, like, filming the students um, just kind of doing little experiments in the labs yeah. inside of the, um, the vessel. Mm-hmm. But then on the last day, they did this thing called dredging mm-hmm. where they dropped this huge metal, like, net, like, down to the sea seafloor,
2: yeah.
3: and they were scraping volcanic rocks off of the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they, like... Reeled it back in, and then they started doing more research on like the rocks. What
1: organisms are down there?
3: Yeah, and like the age of the rocks, and like if there's an active volcano down there. And so like it was crazy because being on in the water at night, it is not nice. (laughs) (laughs) The seas are rough. Whoa. Seas are rough.
1: Yeah. And there's nothing around you for miles. I know. Way the hell out there. Yeah, and
3: you would. I would step out on the dock, and it would be pitch black. Except for the lights on the dock. Uh, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God, we're in the
2: middle of nowhere. I'm going to have an anxiety <laughs> attack. <A> panic action. I
3: <laughs> I'm just like, on. oh, my God, nothing <laughs> bad could really happen right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, it was really fun, though. I bet the stars were beautiful, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. So beautiful. And the moon. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was, like, this one moment where it was, like, setting around right on the horizon. And I was like, oh. If only I had like a red or an ori right now to film this moment. (laughs) Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. At night it was, when the seas were calm, it Mm -hmm. was, it was so nice just to go out on the dock, sit and literally just. Lay just lay there and just watch the sky. Oh my god, yeah, it's such a dream! Yeah, so cool. but you were there to work. I was there to work, yeah. but I mostly did that when I was feeling really seasick and I just needed to stare at something that was like mm. steady stable. and stable. <laughs>
1: yeah. like, Where's the moon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, wow, that's
1: amazing. Yeah, that it's a so whole month out at sea.
3: No, 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 yeah. it was oh. just like um less than a
1: week. Oh, less than a week. Yeah, okay, we were okay at it at but sea. still, that's a good taste.
3: Yeah. Dang!
1: My yeah. gosh, goals. <laughs> it was scary. Did you guys see dolphins?
3: No, no dolphins my God, we no? didn't no. see any Wild animals. Fish. No, oh, weird. no. <laughs> <laughs> but we saw flying fishes. Oh, neat! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was about it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but that was cool because I was like, "Oh, I've never seen that before." Like yeah. fishes that are. Yeah. <laughs> They've evolved <laughs> But yeah So that's Yeah we were out at sea And then we went to the Big Island mm-hmm. I honestly wow. forget How long we were there for Again I think it was almost a week okay. mm-hmm. But um, we were on the Big Island And then um, Yeah we were exploring All of the volcanic sites
2: mm-hmm.
3: So we went to like Green Sand Beach oh. um, We went to like Crazy places But I just remember All we did was hike 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 and hike (laughs) yeah with my camera with all of our gear so it was like Mm -hmm. 10 times heavier Mm -hmm. but it was it was a cool experience because I don't hike on I don't willingly go hiking yeah yeah (laughs) so it was cool to just be out with people who are knowledgeable about the land Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just like filming everyone's experience and their reactions to everything
2: yeah
3: yeah that is really nice yeah Yeah, it was fun but yeah so that was for a whole summer okay and I just finished the rough cut For that video for that documentary. Wow. It was it's 15 minutes, but like sorting through two months worth of like interviews and like footage and like pictures that everyone sent, it was rough, it was painful. (laughs) (laughs) Painful process because Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have the software to be able to handle that amount, that bandwidth. So my computer kept crashing. And Premiere kept crashing. And like my computer kept saying, you know how, like, the media cache files, like, mm. take up space?
2: Yeah.
3: My computer kept saying maxed out, maxed yeah. out, out of storage, out of storage. Wow. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't get anything done if it keeps saying, like, yeah. maxed out, maxed out, maxed out. Yeah. So.
2: What
0: did you
3: do? I just had to keep, like, I had to transfer all the files out to, like, separate hard drives. Mm. And then um, I just kept, I just had to, like, clear out my entire computer. Mm. Yeah, just for that wow. project. Mm-hmm. And every time it maxed out, I just had to go in and then delete all mm-hmm. the cache files and do it over and do mm-hmm. it over. Mm-hmm. It was painful, but mm. had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did
0: you, were you shooting HD or 4K?
3: I believe you we were shooting 4K. Okay. So that was the other thing. Yeah. yeah. It took up <laughs> a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Huge
2: files. Huge,
3: huge yeah. files. Yeah.
1: It must have been really rewarding, though, to see, like, a rough cut come together and to reminisce on all those I times. I know. Yeah.
3: I, like, look back on it, and I'm like, oh, I remember exactly how I was feeling when I, f- when I was filming this. <laughs> yeah. Did
1: you feel like you were able to put together, like, a storyline, like, an arc of any kind? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The um the interviews definitely helped yeah. build that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the hardest part. It was a hard... Yeah. Because yeah. getting people to it was hard because there were so many students and they wanted coverage of all the students. So getting an interview of all 10 and then finding a way to piece that into a documentary, but also being able to maintain the story with that many people involved, it was difficult Mm because I was like, okay, I don't want some people to overshine others, but it has to happen. Mm -hmm. And then there are some where sometimes some students... um, don't open up as much, so I can't really use mm-hmm. their interview yeah. sound bites. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like, <laughs> like okay, manipulating like all of the different interviews and like all the different sound bites that I had, and just yeah. choosing the ones that actually like built the story to help mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. let it flow throughout the piece. I think piece. that's the right choice yeah. over so
1: like making sure that everyone has the same amount of screen time. I know. For the whole thing, as long yeah. as
3: everyone has screen time, mm-hmm. then we're okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, but sometimes you know leads just naturally emerge.
3: Right, yeah. right. There are there are those like students that are naturally like a little bit more um, open about like their project and their yeah. experiences. Mm-hmm. So those sound bites really help move yeah. the piece along. Nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. That is, yeah. that's really cool. It's like <laughs> once in a lifetime opportunity. I know. Super, super yeah. cool. I know.
3: But yeah, so that's what I did for a whole summer wow. with Raina. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was fun. Oh, yeah. And then now I'm working full time at Nella Media Group. Congratulations. Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so amazing. They do so much. Mm. So many different publications. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't even know all their <clears throat> different networks that they're like trying to, to bring out mm-hmm. too. So you, do you
3: focus mostly on the documentary side? I yeah. mostly do documentary filmmaking and fashion films. Gosh, yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, do, are you doing these, prod, um, are you a part of a team or? Yes. Okay.
3: So there's three of us in the team. Okay. It's me, Kyle, and Gerard. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Dream team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So team? we're like, we're like, sh- we're shooting mm-hmm. nonstop. Uh, and we're editing nonstop, okay. and we just hired Raina as an intern. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, oh my so it's that's like awesome. it's like the whole team comes full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but cool. yeah, so nice. she's helping us editing as well, just helping us like with all of the projects that we have. Yeah, and then um, yeah, we just have. We have a lot of things scheduled, Mm -hmm. but majority of it is like things that I've always wanted to do because after that summer, I realized like, okay, I really want to get into documentary filmmaking Mm because it's so real Mm -hmm. and raw. I like that. And I love like that fleeting, like feeling of just like going out and shooting and not knowing what to expect. Right, (laughs) Like that whole run and gun feeling like well let's just do it let's yeah. go let's go i don't know what's Whether gonna happen not. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I might die but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> all for the film yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so yeah so a lot of a lot of it's documentary filmmaking and then occasionally we'll have um really fun like conceptual fashion shoots mm-hmm. but then the, lately we've been trying to like Do a little bit more storytelling with the fashion films, so Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's an interesting perspective on it. Yeah, getting
0: into the the story of the models or the uh, um, just kind of
3: like they're like what they're doing on like a normal day. Okay, like Mm -hmm. it could just be a really pretty girl like um visiting all the cafes like Mm. on the island and then having like coffee and pancakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lifestyle stuff. Lifestyle,
1: yeah, 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 Mm -hmm.
3: yeah. and ah, where, where the
2: would dream. those <laughs> 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 really
3: the dream? So where would those videos get shown? Then? Um, uh, so the documentary films you can find them um, as in-flight entertainment for Hawaiian. Okay. Cool. And then in the hotels, you can actually watch them, like the in-room hotel nice. TV channels. Mm-hmm. You can actually watch majority of our content there the fashion ones too the fashion ones too cool. or mm-hmm. you can go on our website and they're up mm-hmm. there too okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah just what's, the ones that are available for viewing what's the website nmg network.com, NMG network.com. <laughs> plug in yeah. like they need help with press
2: and <laughs> <laughs> i doing so well <laughs> well
0: i remember we were in the documentary class together yes um and yours was amazing was that Oh, thank you. Yeah, was that your first time doing that sort of project?
3: Um, uh, Not necessarily. Actually, when I was in high school, when I took um, the media program at Moanalua High School, um, we actually did a lot of, well, aside from all the narrative films that we did, Mm -hmm. um, occasionally we'd have documentary projects. Mm -hmm. And so I remember the very, very first documentary project I did was on Pow Wow. Oh, cool. And it won first place at Olelo. Nice. And so that was like my first time ever just doing documentary or like a story on like um, the artists mm-hmm. and like 808 Urban mm-hmm. and all those folks there. Yeah. So, how did yeah, you get involved ever? with
1: that originally? Did you just randomly walk up to an artist and were like, hey, can I film you?
3: No, actually. So, my friend Andrew Tran was the one mm-hmm. who kind of. Um, got me into that scene mm-hmm. because Fresh Cafe was a thing then. Mm-hmm. And so I was always in that area. And so because Pow is like surrounds Fresh Cafe at the time, yeah, I was always kind of surrounded by like the artistic community. Yeah, So everything was like by word of mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
3: sometimes I'll see like brochures and posters and I'm like, what's Pow What's Pow And then I did more research and I got into it. And then I had a project assignment for class and so I was like I want to do it on powwow <laughs>
2: yeah
3: but to have the guts to like step into that world that you're really unsure
1: about or, oh I was nervous I oh bet. my god like
3: <laughs> approaching them and then just being like can I interview you for like a project real fast like, I remember like um stepping out of my comfort zone was like <clears throat> one of my biggest battles yeah yeah mm-hmm. because I was like Oh, I don't know. I just don't want people to say no to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid, afraid of in that. In high school at the yeah, time. Yeah, I was, I was in and high school. And it was your first project, really. First documentary. First project, documentary, yeah. yeah. Being on, like, on-site, no, super, no like, adult supervision. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. here's a story. Go mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There's just something inside of you that just moves you to take that next step, though. Yeah. Yeah. That courage. Yeah. That's
3: I honestly did not cool. know what I was doing at the time. Yeah. All I knew was I just needed to get interviews and B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> I get the
1: B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> I get the B-roll. Yeah. So great. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um so. Mitchell says, Yes, Shanika. Hey Mitchell. Oh. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so that's cool. Um. Oh, shout out
3: to Mitchell. Mitchell Viernes, right? Yeah. Okay. He was my ment he was my first mentor at Wanalo <clears throat> High School, Minimac. Okay. The first thing he ever taught me, I remember this. I hope you remember this. Oh my God! This was is
2: great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> optical yeah. flares on um After Effects? Because ah, <laughs> uh, okay. would so be a visual <laughs> effect,
1: <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was so enamored by his films then because I was like, Oh my God, how do you make the light trail across the screen? Mm. And then he showed me his like. This little secret like optical flares pack and he was like, Don't share this with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was, and then Did he like showed net. me how to like animate it and I was like, oh my god, this wow. is so cool. Oh so yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. That's
2: awesome.
3: Thanks, yeah. Mitchell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what even drew you to filmmaking in the first place? So you say you got into it in high school, yeah? Yes.
3: Okay. Um what drew me, well, it's kind of started in middle school. Oh, okay. So perfect. Yeah, initially I didn't really want to get into filmmaking. I actually wanted to be a singer. Oh, <laughs> <a> singer. <laughs> Cuz my mom like pushed me to like piano and vocal lessons when I was mm-hmm. younger and I did that for like 9 to 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like my heart wasn't fully into it. It was, but not like not as how I am now with filmmaking. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so um my dad actually gave me my first HD camcorder, nice. the one with the DV tapes. Nice. So he gave me that first. And then I just remember, like, filming my life story.
2: Yeah. <laughs> As
3: I was growing up, I just remember, like, hey, guys, I'm eating cereal today. <laughs> and then I would, like, edit it. And This is I
1: would, before like, selfies were, like, a thing, this is too. For, but, yeah, this is before yeah.
3: selfies were a thing. So I would, like, <laughs> film myself making a bowl of cereal oh and it. then film myself, like, taking care of my birds. And I would, like, edit it into a video and I'd watch it. And I title it, A Day in the Life of Shanika. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where these videos are. I do oh not want to see them. No, they need to go But off. no. <laughs> yeah, <do>
0: that. No.
3: <laughs> That's embarrassing. No, but yeah, it was... That's fantastic. That was kind of how I got started. Mm-hmm. And then um, middle school came around and then um, you had to choose between like band or media. Oh. And then I remember my cousin going into media and so I was like, that sounds cool. I'll do that, too. Mm-hmm. Got into it. And then um, I was in charge of doing all the, um, like, the morning bulletin.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'd be, like, in the little back room just, like, yeah. switching the cameras nice. and, like, <laughs> <just feeling> like <laughs> Putting in the stories and, like, the little ads. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So I would put that in. And then, um, yeah, so that's how I kind of got started. And then I remember um, in middle school and then through high school, it was – the programs that I was the media programs that I was in mm-hmm. they were integrated into the core classes so it wasn't like um, at the end of a project you'd make a book report mm-hmm. or like a like a really long essay sure, sure it was like make a video that represents what you learned in science class
2: nice.
3: <clears throat> make a documentary that represents what you learned in history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I remember the majority of the projects that I did were mini narratives like or mini music videos or like Mm-hmm. documentaries on like what I learned in science and like <laughs> how does photosynthesis work yeah oh. so that's that's how I got into it and then I I like slowly fell in love with it throughout the whole pro- throughout that whole process mm-hmm. because I started learning about all these different elements and I was like wow this is really cool how you can put together such a visually appealing piece
2: yeah.
3: <clears throat> but also like the effect that it has on the people who watch it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how you can like inspire and motivate people to do something or like to influence them power to influence or at least plant a seed in their brain or like at least just like sharing your story and letting Mm -hmm. the world know that like we are just like you no one's alone alone. (laughs) you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like it's like things like that like and the storytelling aspect was what I loved too Wow. yeah
1: you were cognitive about this like in middle school
3: um, this is advanced, it was like, thinking right it was here. like high school in middle school. I was just having fun. Okay. Yeah. But high school was where I was kind of like, you were getting it. I was I was yeah. getting and I was yeah. like, finally finding like, my, um, my style,
2: mm-hmm. my
3: mm-hmm. visual voice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, <clears throat> I remember people called me the sunflower kid. Back in high school, me and my group of friends, they called us, the, they nicknamed us the Sunflower Kids. <laughs> because um, at the time, we were doing a lot of like conceptual videos just for funsies. Mm-hmm. And the, we went to the Sunflower Field, and it was really popular back then. Yeah. And we made this like really fun video of us just having fun at the field. Mm-hmm. And we played it as like a teaser opening for the Morning Bulletin. Nice. And then everyone kind of nicknamed us as Sunflower Kids. But then that kind of paved the way. Um, For my visual style now, because it was like, it was that style of cinematography that kind of became a catalyst for. Okay. Like conceptual. Like the editing style and like the, um, like the visual Mm -hmm. color and everything. Mm -hmm. All of those things kind of, kind of like laid the foundation for what I do now basically mm-hmm. and like my visual voice <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: wow yeah yeah so messing around with those kind of things really led you to the next <coughs> step of so mm-hmm. experimenting and then you found what you liked and you just grow after that mm-hmm. go on wow yeah when did you find out about ACM at UH that the Hawaii had like a film program
3: it wasn't later on <clears throat> To they like really promote it in high school? No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. So it was like it was later in my college career that I found out about ECM. Oh, because I first took up um, business. I was at Scheidler.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then That's I transferred. Foundation. Yeah, because mm-hmm.
3: then I was like, okay, if I'm gonna make this a business um, later down the line. Sorry, my voice is starting to. <laughs> okay. you need some water? Okay. Yes, please.
0: Where is that? Here it's right oh. here. Okay, don't... <laughs> Okay, as long as it wasn't being used. For okay. that. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank
2: you. As long as it's not the tripod. Yeah. <laughs> <As> long, <yeah. laughs>
3: Thank you. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Where were we? ACM. ACM, yes. So I was in, Um, I was in Shidler because then I was like, okay, I need like a, I need like a business background yeah. in order to be able to do this. As a full-time career. So film was still in the forefront of your mind. Yes. And you took business. Because I knew I needed some kind of foundation. Yeah. And also like a backup plan in case it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. Was that your family's
1: voice in your head saying that? Or is that just you?
3: (coughs) It was mostly me because my... A little bit of both. But my mom wanted me to be a doctor. (laughs) Or a nurse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, sorry, I faint at the sight of blood. So <laughs> literally faint. Even at, at oh like my own god. blood when they're doing my blood test, oh I yeah. faint all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> Even in like the dentist's office, I will faint. Oh my god. So like yeah. So you better hope that like, doesn't come up in your documentary. I know. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's why I was like, okay, yeah, uh, Reina, you take this <laughs> one. Medical field not for me. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So business is a safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then later on, I like learned about ACM because I heard about this orientation for creative media, and I was like, that sounds cool. I'll check that out. Yeah. It. I like the heard, word media. Yeah, I know that word. Yeah, okay. I was like, that sounds like my home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then I um, I remember I saw like a, I don't remember what I saw, but I just saw some ad or something about it. Yeah. I went to the orientation and it was Joel <laughs> who, was, um, who was speaking. And I was so like, I was intimidated by him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like inspired by his enthusiasm. Right. Because yeah. I knew like. I knew he was a director, I could tell. Yeah, he's like, invigorating to watch him yeah. speak like
1: that. It's wild. And it
3: got me like excited. Like yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> I can do this." Okay, okay, yeah. I'll consider. So, yeah, so after that orientation, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to switch."
2: Nice. Yeah. For you. I was going to
3: do like a major and a minor, but then yeah. with all the projects that I had going on, I was like, mm. "I don't have time to pursue mm-hmm. business as a minor or like a double mm-hmm. major." Mm-hmm. So I was just like... Do you mean just bye. school projects
1: or were you taking on other <clears throat> photography projects at the same time? I was too?
3: freelancing at the same time. I knew oh, wow. it. I was freelancing yeah. and I was interning at You're the so same time. You're so productive. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I get burnt out really fast because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm working like 24-7. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I was interning and I was like freelancing
2: mm.
3: at the same time. So I was like, it's not realistic for me to do a minor mm. if no, I'm yeah. already kind of learning about business on the field. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm Learned just by doing. Exactly, yeah. So I was like, plus everything that I was learning was like theory. It wasn't, mm. uh, it wasn't really application based, or at mm-hmm. least the classes that I was taking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna. My heart's telling me to mm-hmm. drop it. Where yeah. were you interning? <clears throat> I was interning at. Was it a production company? Do you remember? I was interning. Mm, just kidding. No, I was interning in my senior year. I was okay, working okay. a lot. Yeah. Before that, the year before that, mm-hmm. I was working a lot. Mm-hmm. Freelance life. Freelance life. Ah. <laughs> no, I was. Yes, I was working yeah. at Urban Outfitters. Oh, oh <clears throat> no, retail. <laughs> but I was there. Girl. They hired me initially for my photography because mm-hmm. they wanted me to um, oversee the Instagram and the oh,
2: that's cool. Cool. <clears throat> the
3: media platform. Yeah. And so that was really fun that's for major. like yeah yeah so we um so I was in charge of kind of just like managing the Instagram account. Mm-hmm. and then me and my team, we were like scheduling shoots with like models and local people. Mm-hmm. and then we were also like um planning events like in-store events yeah. with like local artisans and like wow. musicians. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was really fun. So that was kind of <clears throat> one of my jobs when I was at urban. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I was also like a retail employee was also working mm-hmm. the sales floor. Is that how you first got into
1: that position? Was you, like you applied for a retail job or did they see your No, they actually somewhere? one
3: of them the original owner of the account reached out to me on Instagram. Wow. And then she was like, "Hey, I really like your pictures like Yeah. would you be down to, you know, contribute to the mm-hmm. um the Instagram page for your urban Outfitters Hawaii, and I was like, yeah. duh, <laughs> <Kareem>. <laughs> why not, I, I know, I was like, I've loved your story since I was a kid, so I was like, yes, 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 so cool, <clears throat> so yeah, so that happened, and then eventually she transferred the position over to me, because she moved to the mainland, mm-hmm. and then that's when, that kind of got my momentum going, and that kind of got me, more involved with, like, the artistic community here in Hawaii because we were outsourcing so many people Mm -hmm. to get involved with the store and to feature their products in the store, get them to, like, play a show at the store, show their products in the Mm -hmm. store. So it was a lot of, like, going into the community and just, bringing everyone together mm-hmm.
1: you're like 20 years old at this point and you're like running this
3: all on your own yeah dictionary. i was i was like 21 so or something <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> so so i so with that i couldn't do i couldn't double major or do a minor
1: you were already a graduate was, of business school <laughs> yeah, you know right what off. i mean in the
2: field in though.
1: heart <laughs> yeah so yeah,
3: so, um, so yeah so that's what happened
1: <clears throat> wow. I almost want to ask, like, why yeah. did you move on from Urban Outfitters? Because that in itself could have been such mm-hmm. a, a big launching point, you know, for you.
3: It was, actually. Um, they flew me out as a representative for Hawaii up to... Nice. Um, like LA? Headquarters. headquarters. No, their headquarters is in Philly. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It was beautiful. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I got a 1st hands experience as to what it was like at home office. Wow. <clears throat> but... um. Yeah, I, like, talked to the CEO and everything and, like, <laughs> the lead, like, social media managers of, like, the main Urban Outfitters account. And it was, I was so intimidated, but I was, like, so inspired by these people. <sighs> right, yeah. Um You're like, that could be you one day. Yeah. You know,
1: if you wanted it, if you chose yeah. it, yeah.
3: But then, like, um later on, as I kept working, uh, working at Urban Outfitters, my heart kept telling me that I needed to kind of, Discover filmmaking more. Explore filmmaking more. Mm -hmm. Because I was doing so much photography. Like, Mm -hmm. granted, I was doing a few videos here and there for them. Mm -hmm. But then my heart kept telling me, like, story, story. Yeah, narrative filmmaking is so different. (laughs) You can't
1: learn that on your own. I mean, I guess some people do. But
3: taking, like, a screenwriting class is so invaluable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, like, so, yeah. So, eventually, I felt like it was time for me to leave the company. Mm -hmm. They gave me a really good foundation, though. Yeah. As far as, like... That's where I kind of solidified my visual style, my, visu- my visual voice, mm-hmm. because doing so much of those, like, those fashion, like, shoots and stuff, mm-hmm. I kind of discovered what I wanted to do, what I wanted my work to look like. Yeah, <clears throat> And so I, like, moved on from the company, and then I was working a few jobs here and there as um social media manager which is really funny (laughs) it's like it's like that's what like people knew me for at that at that time and I was like no no I don't want to be a social media manager I just want to I want to create the content Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. I want to do filmmaking Mm -hmm. but yeah so then eventually that's when um that's like senior year of college Mm -hmm. and that was when I started to intern at Hawaii Media Inc Mm -hmm. and so then I started to get like hands-on, literal, hands-on experience with, like, pre-production. And then talking to the people, too, like, what it was like to work on set. Yeah, you probably learned how to be a grip, too, just being there. Yeah. Yeah. And that helped me, too, especially because in my senior year, I realized I wanted to be a DP, Mm. and I also wanted to be an editor.
2: Wow. So
3: I felt like in order for me to be able to achieve those two goals... I needed, I at least needed the knowledge of what it's like to build out a set Mm. and to, like, work with people, Mm -hmm. you know, what it takes to, like, bring a story to life. So interning at that production company, I, like, learned, like, fundamental aspects of, like, cinema and, like, lighting, like, grip and all that stuff, which was very important in the long run, especially with, like, all the huge ACM like short film narrative projects that we had Mm -hmm. it helped out a lot
1: yeah so now you know like what kind of equipment is essential (coughs) like what you need yeah from like the bare bones c stands apple boxes cranes Mm -hmm. whatever
3: thank you Anne
2: thank you Anne
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: thank you Jay (laughs) thank you ACM faculty (laughs) literally but yeah so um yeah ACM laid the foundation and then like I just supplemented it with internships and just taking on all these projects. Mm -hmm. No matter how busy I was, I was like, I need the experience. Yeah. I think the opportunity will help me a lot. No matter how tired you got, you still, like, push yourself
1: to that next level. Mm -hmm. You felt it inside of you. You wanted it. Oh, my
3: God. I just remember one of the last films that I DP'd for, for ACM, I was suffering from a high fever (laughs) and I was I was sick I was literally dying on set but I was I was the DP for her film and like I just pushed myself I just kept going because I was so passionate about her story Mm -hmm. and like and she was so great to work with like she really knew how to connect with the characters and like she really got a hold of her story and I was like Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I am able to show that visually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just kept pushing myself. But It's not running down your nose. You no, literally, like everyone would be like, Shanika, do you need, do you need this? <laughs> <laughs> like, and they'll like take the camera off of my shoulder and they're like, okay, go sit, go sit. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do another run through with blocking, yeah. you go rest and I'll be like sitting like on the chair with like a medical mask <laughs> or like with a napkin just like, oh. Mm-hmm or like um using the tea is like my humidifier
2: but good for finish.
3: you
1: you know finish what you started that's yeah. great yeah you say yes to dp the project you got to see it through
3: mm-hmm. yeah it was fun it was a really mm. good experience because now i know my limits <laughs> but i also know my strengths now yeah, mm.
0: yeah. well in all this i'm seeing like what's really separating you from the others is your drive to just keep going and and do more. And even if it's not for class, you're Mm -hmm. looking for opportunities to just do your craft. And anyone can say, I want to be a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Anyone can grab their iPhone and start doing stuff, but you seek out other people's projects to jump on, you Mm -hmm. make your own projects, Mm -hmm. and you're willing to learn, Uh which is amazing. Thanks. So,
3: not easy to do. <laughs> no,
0: no, but um, you're you're going far, I would say.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> it's all for the craft. Well, you've come so far oh. already.
0: Like um like what do you I, I mean, just you've been at NMG for a few months, a couple of since.
3: Well, I started as an intern. Yeah, okay. And then they moved me to part-time, mm-hmm. and then this year, new year's, mm-hmm. they moved me to full-time.
0: Okay. Yay.
3: Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Uh, I guess my question is, like, what's your plan? Or do you have a plan? What's your vision for your life? What do you want to do?
3: I have a lot. (laughs) I do know that um, I want to pursue just being a cinematographer. Okay. Because I just love the power of cinema and, like, how one shot can literally change everything you ever knew Mm -hmm. about yourself and, like, the world. Mm -hmm. Like, how, like, one shot from one film can move you to different places in your mind. Yeah. Do you have an example that you could
1: use as a reference?
3: Oh, my God, there's so many. Okay, wait, hold on.
1: (laughs) Not to put you on the spot. (laughs) I'm, like,
3: thinking. um, Oh, my God, what movie was that? What movie was that?
0: Just describe the scene.
3: Uh, It was two. It was... It was I remember it was a girl and a guy and they were in a room and uh,
2: shucks. The room.
3: If you know Mm -hmm. what movie this is that I'm talking about, please tell me. Text me. Comment now.
1: It's just a girl and a guy in a room. It was a girl and a guy in a room (laughs) and it was
3: Tommy
0: Wiseau? The
3: room? No. Oh my god, no. (laughs) 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 Oh hi Mark! I'm
2: dying. <laughs> 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 it did not hit her. It did not. <laughs> you, do you remember the actors?
0: Or just what No. Ha- just, oh just my describe God. describe what, what, what happened and what evoked the emotion from her. I just
3: remember it was like a really long take. It was just mm. one shot.
0: Okay.
3: And like the camera was, it was positioned in a way where it felt like you were there in the room with them. Mm. <clears throat> and they weren't saying anything. They were just looking at each other. But the camera wasn't moving. There were no, like, fancy visual effects. The True. camera wasn't, like, pushing in or anything. Yeah. It was just the two of them in that moment. Mm-hmm. And because the editor left that scene for that length of time, I had the opportunity to, like, like sit with them. Mm-hmm. And I could... F- I remember feeling like, oh, my God.
2: What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like,
3: <laughs> I remember so empathizing tense. for the protagonist, uh-huh. but at the same time, I, like... I was able to put myself in the shoes of the antagonist. So I was like oh. torn between these two characters and I was like <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, oh, epic. Yeah. yeah. Pacing. 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 It was yeah. Pace. yeah. yeah. Pacing. But I love oh. I love films with like long shots. Hmm. Long shots doesn't have to be fancy and yeah. all it is is the character's emotion evoking everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
0: love it when it's when it's a long <clears> shot <throat> like that and you don't realize it until after the fact. Like, yeah, because you're so in, you're
3: like, yeah. There
2: haven't been any cuts. Right. <laughs> because
3: <laughs> it's so seamless and yeah. you're so involved with the story mm-hmm. that you just don't notice any of those mm-hmm. creative like techniques.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's that's cool. Um
3: Still don't know the name of that film. It'll come to you later That's going to bother me. I'm going to search it up now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Was it a recent? No, this
3: this was a while ago. I just remember it was a lanky kid. I think he was only in his underwear.
0: Hmm. Lanky kid in his underwear. The girl.
3: And it was a girl. I can't remember if she had short blonde hair. Hmm. Unless I'm mixing this up with that Netflix show.
0: That Hmm. British Netflix
3: show. The sure. end of the effing world. Oh, I <laughs> seen that. it's great. it's great. Yeah, There's a lot on Netflix. I want to. You should see it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My wife is watching Umbrella Academy.
3: Mm. Oh, oh okay. same. Yes. okay. <laughs> same. You
0: Digging
3: it. Digging it. Yeah. Cool. I'm not really into the whole like live action stuff though. Oh. Um, but I like I like the story of the film. Okay. Yeah.
0: Not into live action, You're like.
3: What's it called? I'm not into, like... Mm, I hope no one hates me for saying this. <laughs> I'm like... Eh. This is a safe space. I mean,
2: Thanks for watching, but, Safe space. Know, I'm not.
3: <laughs> I just... I'm not into, like, like huge fighting, like, action oh, okay. scenes. Oh, I'm right there with you. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. So not
0: a yeah. fan of, like, the, the Marvel movies?
3: Yeah. Well, Umbrella Academy is really good, but there are aspects of the story where it kind of started to feel really cliche. Okay. Like there will be scenes where like they, they break out into this romantic dance and I'm like, okay, that really pulled me out of that moment. Uh, I was like, I don't we don't need to know that they're in love with each other, we can already tell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's not a lot of live action scenes in that, um in the in that series. Mm-hmm. It's just like um it's like the story that drew me in. Mm-hmm. Cuz I just want to know what's going to happen. Sure. I just want to know if the end of the world is going to happen. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Nice. But yeah, I just I just like the dynamics between all the different characters because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. There's not like a There's not like one protagonist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's like five of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those kind of stories too. Yeah, it's challenging. Yeah. It's i, I like f- now when i watch things i'm not passive as i was before
2: mm-hmm.
3: cuz now i'm like oh i watch a scene and i'm like that's cliche
2: mm-hmm.
3: or like they say a line and i'm like were you that lazy yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> spoon feed it to me <laughs> i know yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> i'm like you're knocking me on the head with that yeah. line yeah yeah how dumb do you think the audience <laughs> is that <laughs>
1: yeah
3: i know yeah. it's yeah but it's it's a really great series yeah cool. you should watch it uh, i like it cool.
0: yeah so are you drawn more towards drama then? Yes. Okay. And psycho thrillers. Psycho thrillers. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Wild answer. Um, I love it. Gone
3: Girl,
1: for
0: one. Gone Girl. Okay. Oh my God, yes. I love that film. Yes, I love yeah. that film. Mm.
3: Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. Um, Did you watch Hereditary? Oh my God, no. no. Is that the hor- horror one? Yeah. I can't do horror, dude. Oh, is oh, yeah. psycho thriller not like horror?
0: It's it's, I
3: like it? I can do horror as long as it's not like The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. is yeah. more based in real life. Kind okay. Of okay, ish. And okay. Yeah. Demons. Yeah. Oh my God! A Quiet Place. Oh,
0: <laughs> so <seen that> yet. <laughs> yeah. are you serious? I want to. You have to. I know.
3: You have to. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it yet either. So we we have <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Like. Yeah. Oh my God! Like that's another <laughs> really good visual piece because. <laughs> It's literally that's in quiet. the title, a quiet <laughs> yeah. place. There's like that's all they have. I mean, it's just the little, yeah. Honestly, I'm like I'm like imagining what the script would look like and it's all just action lines. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Like there's minimal yeah. dialogue. Mm-hmm. All of the like the story is in like the characters' emotions and their faces mm-hmm. and like, oh my God, and like the camera placing. Like I was on my like I was at the edge of my seat the whole time I was watching <laughs> that. <laughs> It was, oh, my God, you have to watch I it. You've got to watch it. Yeah. And sound design, too, is amazing because it's, oh, like, because sound design on its own already is, like, really complicated, mm. like, especially just shooting on location, but to shoot something <laughs> quietly, <Yeah. laughs> that's a huge challenge. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <clears throat> but you should watch it. Very, it's very emotion-based, emotion okay. very, yeah.
0: Cool. Did you see Annihilation?
3: No. That's super cool. What is that one?
0: It's more. It's That's the sci-fi. Natalie Portman one that just. Oh, came out. Yeah. oh yeah. It's on Netflix yeah. now, yeah. Oh,
3: is it on Netflix
1: now? Already. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was out last year. Okay. Like, in theaters. In the um, and now it's on Netflix. What but. is that one about? Um, there's a weird, like an asteroid <clears throat> hits Earth somewhere down in Florida, and it creates this weird dome around, or yeah, barrier around this area that starts to expand. And they call mm-hmm. it the Shimmer. And. People go in, they don't come back out. And so Natalie Portman's husband is part of a military unit that goes in to investigate. He actually comes back out and he's like all whacked out and whatever, mm. so they pick her and uh, a team of women to go in and investigate and just like weird ass shit.
3: Really trippy, um,
1: like rainbow Is it like stuff.
3: interstellar?
0: Um,
1: but on Earth?
0: On Earth, yeah, yeah, I would say better. Like you see um, like animals start to mutate. And okay. But in like a
1: beautiful way, like mutate not in like a zombie like way, alien. Yeah. No, but in like a like a ravy elf rainbow. Oh, oh. it's really beautiful. I it's mean, really wait, cool. Okay. So you haven't seen it? An- Annihilation. Yeah. I have. You yeah. have. Yeah. Not oh. not Quiet Place, but beautiful? I saw Annihilation. Yeah, with the bear. The f- okay, there's the <laughs> <laughs> exception. <a> bear. <laughs> bear.
2: And wood dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I'll check it out. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a psycho thriller. Yeah,
1: I would say so. Would sci-fi, thriller? sci-fi
0: thriller, sci-fi, sci I like sci-fi thrillers. Sci-fi yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, I like sci-fi. I like psycho thrillers. I don't know. Yes. I like things that like I like things that are realistic to the human experience, but I also really enjoy things that challenge, mm. challenge conventional wisdom, mm-hmm. like, like Interstellar. And yes. Yeah. Literally, I remember like going home from the theaters that night and just listening to the entire soundtrack and researching quantum theory. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Can I travel through space and time?
0: That's what I love is like how it can explore different concepts Mm -hmm. and the way Christopher Nolan is able to do that visually. I know. With actors and the set design and everything. Like I've never heard of time dilation. You know? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the idea that, like, you know, time here is different than what's in orbit around. Right, Earth right, right. Now. right. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Oh, it's my God. Totally new
1: idea. So many. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and
0: then the idea that, you know, like years can pass when you're on a planet versus yeah. when you're on the ship. Seconds could be. Seconds on the planet un- are years in the. Yeah, ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like when that dude ages three years after they're done. Yeah. There for, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like, exactly. I love science sci-fi films. Mm-hmm. So is that in your future then? Is that what you're going to go after?: What like, do you mean?
1: Um, like creating a sci-fi world?: Oh my gosh, I,
3: I feel like I don't have the capacity to do that yet.:
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well like <clears throat> like we being the DP on <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Director huh? of sci- sci-fi stuff right here. Cliff oh, oh, Bailey. Yeah, Hello: Yeah, you did. <laughs> when, and
0: everything seemed like awesome.. <laughs> now, now, Oh, shut up! Okay. Everything's still awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen
1: Arrival?
3: Yes. So, uh, like, D.P.ing I did.
1: Arrival would that be like your top?
3: Goal Wait, I'm like confusing that with Gravity and Interstellar. Which one is well, that one? Same thing. I mean, <laughs> D.P.ing one of
1: those films is right. that like your and then like winning an Oscar for it is that?
3: Like oh, Galil I would love to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, like top of your vision board. Yeah, that's what it is. Sci-fi, very cool. Well, Sci-fi drama. Martian. Oh my God!
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: a little bit of comedy I'm, I'm, sprinkled
1: in there. Well, I was now you're if maybe that's
0: starting to get closer to more tropey, audience pleasing stuff because of that. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. still has the the real
3: the science
1: hard sci-fi.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. just curious. Like, I love The Martian.
0: Like, where's the line? Maybe it's obvious between that and like, well, Star Trek. Actually, good Star right. Trek is mm-hmm. still good sci-fi. But then Star Wars,
3: right? What do you say? Are you pro Star Wars? Someone's gonna kill me for saying
0: this. <laughs> well, no, that. That wasn't
3: my question. Wait, um, well, like,
0: that's more like I guess sci-fi adventure, but is it sci-fi? You know what I
1: mean? I don't it's, know. I because it's a whole different world. You mean? And guess. it's not based
3: in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: I reckon, yeah. Good question.
3: I like I like Star Wars. It's
0: more fantasy. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's more fantasy. I like Star Wars for like the fantasy aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not as into it as I am with films like Interstellar, Gravity, Martian, Arrival, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, I don't know, it's hard for me to connect with characters that don't look human. (laughs) And they're talking. Like, Mm -hmm. even when I was, like, even as a young kid, don't kill me, even (laughs) as a young kid, I never liked SpongeBob. I uh, never whoa, big yeah. reveal, folks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never like I never liked Fairly Odd Parents. Never liked Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. I never I honestly really didn't enjoy watching like I don't know like unrealistic stuff. I didn't, I really oh. didn't like watching animals talking. Hmm. I think the closest I got was like Berenstain Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Berenstain Bears and um, Curious George and, and what else. Teletubbies, Teletubbies, not so much. Yeah. I was really irritated with the sun child. Um, I was like, the well, only human.
1: I know, the only human, that, but I was like, it's just the head.
3: It's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, kinda weird. But yeah, I wasn't, I was never into like cartoons. Like mm. the only thing that I was into was like Scooby-Doo, but that's because it was kind of realistic. It mm-hmm. was like. It's like people solving mysteries. Which is what,
1: kind of what Bear Sea Bears <coughs> is too. It's super realistic and those could be humans and nothing yeah. would change really.
3: Yeah. So that makes sense. So that's kind of, I don't know, that was just always a thing for me when I was a kid. I, yeah. could, I couldn't connect with a talking sponge
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> or a talking starfish. <laughs> I, I just couldn't. Like it, they needed to be real humans. That's why even mm. now like, I mean, I do like fantasy. I do like all that stuff because it's mm-hmm. fun to watch. But at the same time, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for me to really connect with the story if it's a girl with wings and she turns into Tinkerbell mm-hmm. and flies into space. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fun to watch. It's, like, so ethereal and beautiful, but at the same time, just, like, hmm. Hmm. like, like no, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I like things that are more human, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. human. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like when I, when I do watch... You know the Avengers or something. Then I'm I'm eating pizza. But if <laughs> I'm like watching like Annihilation or Ex Machina, right, then right, I'm like right. eating a steak dinner. Yeah, yeah, them, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean like Marvel and Deadpool and all that I stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like the okay, Deadpool I love. Yeah. He is funny. He's if you so can funny. if you can throw in comedy in there and break the third wall, you got my attention. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. Yeah. So. More humanistic films, Mm -hmm. I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Does the brain generate consciousness? Or are we spiritual beings tied to a physical meat?
3: Oh, that is a challenge I ask myself every day. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, question that I ask myself every day. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I feel like we're like spiritual beings in the physical world. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like... I've been reading a lot about, um, not reading. I've been searching a lot about, um, like the human existence, <laughs> lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've been like getting into like conspiracy theories and like mm-hmm. singularity, like lo- like theories of singularity and like, yeah. um, like, is this reality or is this actually simulation? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just like things like that. Like
0: and if it's a simulation, who's running? <clears> like
3: who's mm-hmm. yeah? Who's mm-hmm. Big Brother? Who who mm-hmm. is that guy? You know? Like mm-hmm. is any of this real? And like, like time is relative. Like all of those things. Oh, like right. mm-hmm. like nothing is nothing is certain. Like no one sees, no one knows what the end of mankind looks like. Oh yeah. yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, mm-hmm.
1: but even if those questions are out there, it doesn't make <clears throat> this life not worth living. To. do you kind of agree with that like even though even mm-hmm. if it was a simulation mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that our lives are meaningless right no. Thing.
3: no no yeah. no we definitely have purpose mm-hmm. for being here mm-hmm. on this
1: earth whether like, we have free will or not whether we have <laughs> free
3: will or not whether we are aware that we have free will or not uh-huh. um i feel like no matter what we have a purpose. Love that. Like yes. existing and being here. Yes. We may not know what that purpose is right now. I'm gonna
2: say
0: what is it? But
3: that like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm every still day searching different. that. Maybe every day, yeah, mm-hmm. every day you have a different purpose, mm-hmm. different task, different thing that you have to go to or do. Mm-hmm. But whether you're aware of what your purpose is or not, like this life is, it's it is worth living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What
0: do you think happens when we die? <clears throat>
3: You see, I've been going to church lately because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm, I'm, there are those questions that I'm still trying to find answers for mm-hmm. yeah. because, um, when I was younger, I wasn't taught that we were going to heaven mm. when we die. Mm-hmm. Only chosen people mm. are sent to heaven. That's what I was taught.
0: Was that Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 144,000.
3: Yeah. 144,000, yeah. the anointed ones. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was taught when I was younger. Okay. And then, um, yeah, as I got older, I started to question, like, life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I started to question, like, <laughs> human existence and, like, is there a higher power that exists up there?
2: Yeah.
3: You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I I know in my gut there is a higher force up there, mm-hmm. but I'm still trying to find for myself, mm-hmm. like, what that is or who that is mm-hmm. and why. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Where, where, where you're kind of leaning towards, you think. Or, you know, there's a powerful... I'm sorry, I might have just brain farted there. <laughs> oh,
3: it's okay, it's the end of the day.
1: End of well, thing. do you believe in maybe your soul living on in another being after you pass on?
2: Mm.
3: I don't know. That's a That's a good question. I don't know. And
1: maybe you don't have to answer it, really. But just to entertain the thought of maybe... Maybe your life purpose is to go on and fulfill another purpose, and then another purpose.
3: I think so. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's um, I don't know. It's invigorating to think about um, that our consciousness is just going to be cycling over and over mm. until,
3: until. But the like, end. why though? Yeah. These are the why? Like, yeah, is, why would it though?
0: Is is there a higher spiritual order governing everything, or is it just nature molecules recycling?
3: But why? <laughs> uh, well,
0: yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like yeah, how it did was just spontaneous combustion of the universe into existence, right. and yeah. it's just like
1: well, science tells know. us yes, and and um, you know, with entropy, isn't everything just being recycled?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, matter mm-hmm. is never matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all conserved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. So but is consciousness just, matter? Just
0: yeah, and that, that, mm-hmm. and this just, just blew my mind uh, a couple
1: weeks ago. I love this discussion.
0: We were, we, were, we were taking, Jenny and I were taking the story to the playground, and we were just having to be listening to HPR, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was talking about dualism and something. And he, he the, the statement was said, you know, people think that the brain generates consciousness. Right. And I don't think that. And just that, like, really got my, my noodle twisted. <laughs> like, I never thought of that. Because mm-hmm. I grew up Protestant, uh, right. going to church, evangelical, and, um, you know there's the spirit and then there's the body mm-hmm. and the body is basically our meat car to carry around our spirits and souls and whatever and then mm-hmm. when, when our bodies die our souls go elsewhere right know, depending on your soul's fate or whatever um will determine where you go and that kind of thing but mm-hmm. it never occurred to me that maybe maybe consciousness i mean we assume it <clears> resides <throat> in the brain because yeah. that's where our, where our eyes are and that's where mm-hmm. our ears are and, where we do most of our interactions. This mm-hmm. is through the head, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know once the brain is gone or injured or affected in some capacity, that can seriously affect your behavior to the point of shutting it off completely. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the brain, no, the body can still survive and stuff. So it's just something I've really been grappling with uh, leaving mm-hmm. That. In
3: another thing that I was, that I, um, I remember I was at work once and this thought just came to me, but it was like, you know how we don't have control over what we like, what we dislike and what we love and what we hate. Like, those are kind of like inner feelings that we have, but it almost feels like they were originally there from birth, you know? So it's like, did someone put that there before... We were born, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. where do, where does it come from? Where You know, like, we, we don't have, con- like, they even say you don't have control over who you love, who you like, what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. like, where does it come from then? Wow.
2: Yeah. And, like, is yeah. there a
3: greater meaning to that? Like, is there a reason why it was preconceived mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. before our, like, before we are even aware of it,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Like, is there a reason for that, mm-hmm. you know? Like...
0: The Mormons believe that we're, we we're all deities before we're born and then when somehow when we get chosen to be put into a fetus we get crammed down <laughs> from these grand you know bodies or whatever and mm-hmm. then all our eternal knowledge it's spluted out because we're tiny and that's why babies cry because they're like i lost my eternal
2: knowledge <laughs> <laughs> why am i in this body yeah yeah so yeah.
0: um or at least that, one point they believe that I don't know if mm-hmm. they still do. Um, but uh yeah, that and then also you can get into psychology. Right. And like, <clears throat> you know, oh, and even like do we inherit you know, we inherit physical traits from our parents because mm-hmm. we you know have physical resemblances to right. it, but do we also inherit emotional, spiritual things? Mm. Um, and you're
1: not talking about like nature versus nurture.
0: Well, that too.
1: That too. Like, like is mm-hmm. it is
0: it nature that passes on those kinds of behaviors and proclivities mm-hmm. and stuff, or is it nurture like learned behavior Mm -hmm. because also kids who are (laughs) adopted can start to resemble their parents through their behavior Mm -hmm. and they're born to someone else completely but you know Mm -hmm. if they're young enough and their hard drive is still so to speak clean and starts getting their
1: Yes. Or is it clean? Because what Shanika is bringing up is that you're born with those preconceived ideas, right? right. That well, yeah, taste, that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very Have you ever
3: watched that documentary on those three brothers that got separated at birth? No. Oh, oh, so no. oh my god! Wait, what's it called? Yeah. Oh my god! What's it called? What's, what's it, called? it called? What's it called?
0: Internet.
3: Comments. Comments. But it's it's three brothers, mm-hmm. and um, they're separated at birth,
2: mm.
3: and. Uh, the mom oh my god you have to watch it <laughs> oh my god. but like they they were separated at birth but none of them knew they were siblings mm. because it was a close adoption oh. the mom didn't want them mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. that well the mom they the agency didn't tell the mom what they were going to do with the kids
2: mm-hmm.
3: and they didn't she didn't know that they were going to be sub, subjects of an experiment oh. with with this really skewed like scientist whatever uh-huh. whoever he was yeah. wait so he adopted He'd, all three no um uh the kids kept got tabs yeah the kids got put through through this science experiment and like all throughout when they were growing up there was always like there was always a an observer or like a researcher that would always visit them on like a monthly or weekly basis hmm. and they would just have them do these little tasks like building blocks or like yeah. writing things or drawing things or asking them questions yeah. but like The parents, the adoptive parents of those kids never knew why. Mm -hmm. They were just told, oh, it's just to, you know, monitor because they're adopted. This is part of the procedure. That's how they got away with it. I was wondering. That's how they got away with it. But there was something, there was something deeper. It was actually for research Mm -hmm. because I believe initially the, I think he was Russian or something. The scientist, um, he wanted to know he basically that nature versus nurture like he wanted to know if like if you put these three brothers who are birthed from the same person Mm -hmm. if you put them in three different kinds of living situations Mm -hmm. like would they grow up to be the same Mm -hmm. you know or would they be different or would they still have those qualities from like would they would they inherit qualities from their birth parents you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it and oh my god Everything was Mm -hmm. Everything was planned Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like nothing was By spontaneity Or anything It was like They put one brother Into a working class family They put one brother Into a middle class family They put another brother In this wealthy Prolific family Like doctors And like This huge Beautiful home While the rest Were like The other two Well the other one Was living with A working class family And then the other one Was working with A huge family Was with a huge family And like small home, you know, mm-hmm. couldn't really afford anything. Mm-hmm. But like they just wanted to compare and contrast, like how much of an effect does nurture have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this is over like 20 years or something? Like long something time? like that. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So like eventually the brothers um found out about each other mm-hmm. eventually. Wow. So it was something about like one of the brothers went to this high school and then he, he like, moved to a different school or something. And then his twin brother went to that high school, started going to that school. And on his first day, everyone was calling him by a different name. But they were all like,
2: hey, <laughs> man, God. nice
3: to see you this again. This is a movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then his best friend was, like, um, something about, like, hey, man, like, you don't seem like yourself or something like that. Or yeah. he was like, oh, there's this guy, like, everyone keeps calling me by this name, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. And then, like, I think his brother's best friend was like, dude, you look exactly like uh-huh. my That's friend. so trippy. We're going to call him right mm-hmm. now. And and you guys look exactly alike. Mm-hmm. We're going to set up a meetup and everything. So they met up. And eventually, it got on, like, the newspapers and television shows. And then the third brother, someone told him, like, hey, there's this other guy. He looks just <laughs> like you guys.
2: <laughs> Same
3: hair, eyes, facial yeah. features, everything. So they got him connected, and all three of them got reunited. Oh my god, I'd be tripping. And out. then I know, and it was they were on television and like on the news, like all over the place. Like they were famous for a really long time. Yeah. And then they started a business together, and then they like. It it seemed like they were happy.
2: Yeah. On
3: the surface, it seemed like everything was perfect. Finally reunited, separated at birth, but yeah. then everyone started questioning, why were they separated at birth? Mm. And then that's when their adoptive parents started questioning who were those people that kept coming to the home and, like, why? Mm -hmm. Why did they want to know Mm -hmm. about them so much? And, like, that's when, like, everyone started to put the puzzle pieces together and that's Mm -hmm. when they realized, like,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: was it, like, U.S. government doing the research? No, I don't know. It was, Mm. like, some underground Russian, I don't know. It was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that documentary. It was so good. But, like, Um, but yeah, they really, it, it really kind of opened my eyes with, were they similar in personality or maybe in some mannerism? In some manner. Yes. Okay. So yes. Now that you bring that up, they have the same likes, the same dislikes. Oh, there you go. The same same interests. Wow. Similar, everything, but deeper, Mm. everything was different. Mm. A lot of things were different, Mm -hmm. Mm personality-wise. But then when when they found their biological mother, she was schizophrenic and she was suffering from Mm. different mental health disorders. Mm -hmm. And one of the brothers actually committed suicide because he was battling with depression and, like, similar mental disorders, like the mom. Mm -hmm. So it was inherited. Mm. But the other two brothers didn't. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. They were, like, they were in stable... Mm-hmm. Happy like lives, although, you know, after everything that's happened, they're not. They're not as close as they were before, because of the <sighs> media and because of the press it like pushed them apart. Yeah. Sure. So they're not as close as they were before. Does the documentary go through that process? Too? Oh my God! Yeah. The press
1: and everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. I gotta look it's, that up. That's oh, cool. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's
3: very cool. You have to watch it.
1: Yeah. Real life Parent Trap. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> So but it's
3: such a invigorating story. And then also, too, just like the way the filmmakers like pieced that whole story together yeah. and like
2: mm-hmm.
3: how they unraveled everything mm-hmm. from like birth to like, you know, the mystery of it all. And how even till this day, they still don't know why. Oh, they yeah. still don't know why. They don't because know what organization was. No, because the guy died.
1: Oh, my gosh.
3: And the people that he hired won't talk. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh. There's only
3: one of them that will, but she wasn't in the organization with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was just an intern. Oh. She was an outsider. That's the mm-hmm.
0: Orphan Black <clears throat> shit right there. Hey, yeah. Is black? No. Show? You mm-hmm. gotta watch Orphan Black on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing.
3: I feel like I've yeah. heard of it. Is it British?
0: Uh, is it was on it? BBC America. BBC, okay. It, was it online.
1: Can I watch
3: <laughs> it online?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I don't right. have cable. Yeah. Uh, that's how we watched it was, like, through iTunes and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Oh, yeah. okay. from Black.
3: Black. Mm. Orphan I'll Black. Write that in my head. Definitely. You,
0: you <laughs> will like it. sci-fi and it's like really great character work. Love that.
3: That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Drama.
0: Yes. So you mentioned you want to um, go into cinematography. Yes. But do you also like do you want to and that would be working on other people's projects I would assume like being hired as a cinematographer. Yeah. Because I can't write
3: to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you still
0: want to pursue documentaries also? Yes. Okay.
3: So, well, yeah, that's kind of things that I'm, like, juggling with. Because I, I, I'm i passionate about being a DP, and I also like editing. Mm-hmm. I like being an editor. Mm-hmm. I like being able to piece a story together and mm-hmm. see it come to life. Yeah. But I also like kind of being my own boss, almost. Because mm-hmm. in documentary filmmaking, you can literally... <clears throat> Take a hold of all those positions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, create your own story. Be mm-hmm. as creative as you want sure. to be. And you, you get to edit. You get to edit and you get to take control of the story. Mm-hmm. The story is provided for you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> you have to go look for it. Yeah. It isn't that cool. Yeah. Okay. But um yeah, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm more passionate about documentary filmmaking because I'm I'm just very interested in like the human experience and like mm-hmm. Conspiracy theories yeah. and like, yeah, are all there that crazy stories stuff
0: that are kind of percolating, you'd like to tackle, just haven't been able to yet. Hmm,
3: I haven't really thought of that. Hmm. I've been working on a lot of other people's projects, mm-hmm. so I've been focusing more of my energy on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah,
0: maybe kind of like this is a period of preparation. I guess so. Uh, I guess you can say yeah. that,
3: yeah. Learning under people first sure, before I sure. go mm-hmm. on my own,
1: That's the way mm-hmm. go. yeah. <clears throat> then you can take on the pyramids.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, I love all that that pyramid for thing. a
3: whole <laughs> week. I was I was just mind blown at like, oh my God! Like I remember um, someone I know like sent me a picture, and he was like, look at this picture of the pyramids. He says on the bottom blocks. Everything is symmetrical. They're made of limestone, which is difficult Mm -hmm. to carve out, difficult to put together, difficult to haul from under the water and onto land, the middle of a desert, and to, like, you know, stack them on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, logically, you would need a whole army of really strong beasts to be able to have the capacity to do that. And then on top of of those blocks... It's like really ugly bricks. <laughs> like, it's, it's like smaller bricks and they're like all scattered around each other. There's yeah. not really much of a plan. They kind of just stack things together. So you can mm. kind of see the different periods of time mm. and that one picture. And I mm. was just like, wow, how is there nothing written about the first people? Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, who are those people? Mm. And where are they now?
0: Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Egyptian pyramids?
3: Yeah, the Egyptian pyramids. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, um conventionalism says slaves, slave labor.
3: No, oh. no, no. So that's um those were the do I say bricks? Are they called bricks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were the yeah. bricks that were on top. Okay. So there was already a foundation there before they got there. Okay. Yeah. And so there. The bricks that they made was made out of, I remember it was, like, mud and sand and, like,
2: oh.
3: wheat sticks or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And just, like, molded together. Mm-hmm. But the ones below them are, like, was it granite, uh, limestone, mm-hmm. which is a much tougher rock. Okay. So, like, back then we're assuming they didn't have the technology to be able to break through such a thick, mm-hmm. strong rock, you know? Yeah. Like... I remember this guy was doing some kind of scientific mathematics and he was saying something like, it would take you a year to like carve this guy out from this stone into a nice square or something like that.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, and oh, so right. he was like... Stargate. What is that?
0: Oh, it's a movie uh, where the, they, they, they posit that um, aliens are the Egyptian gods and they have this interdimensional gate.
2: Oh. Portal that that oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it's from the nineties, ninety eight. So will check that out. Never heard of it. <laughs>
3: what do you think of that theory though? That it is aliens.
0: Uh-huh.
3: I don't know. See, the thing is, like they said, if you look at the pyramids and you look at the way they're positioned, they're actually pointing up at the stars, right. at three stars. I think it's Orion's Belt. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But they're like pointing directly up at them. Yeah. But then there's a you know Tesla, mm-hmm. that guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So he claimed that he founded the reason. Well, he. He made something and, like, it was something about harnessing the earth's energy, the, the yes. core.
1: Yes, I've seen stuff like that.
3: And like then that. Uh, it was being applied to the pyramids and mm-hmm. how they serve the same purpose because they're not tombs. Yeah, there's There aren't actual graves in there. There aren't mm-hmm. actual dead people in there. It's just mm-hmm. the pharaohs, but that was it. Cool. There's, like, a weird chamber going down. And exactly. There's, yeah. like, weird chambers and these weird secret passages, and it was, like, it doesn't look like something that would house like dead people mm-hmm. it looked more like a factory for something or and it like was an energy
1: generator energy generator yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. like why
3: cool youtube videos
1: I yeah. well, i know, can, they get real I, deep.
3: I, know <laughs> I can get stuck into
1: that rabbit hole for yeah. hours or days but but when you bring up that there's no tombs in there like all these scientists, what do they have to say about that? I know. You know yeah. It's not a tomb, but this is what we're being taught that like Indiana Jones, you know, goes with the. I know. It's right? a tomb, yeah. but, but really they're like it's creating not. hydrogen or something.
3: Something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. so trippy. Oh. And it was like, why, why a pyramid? Like, why? Why that high? Like why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's watch the videos. Sure. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get stuck in that rabbit hole for a long time. I've
2: mm-hmm. done it before. <laughs>
3: Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And what about that? Sorry, one more thing about the
1: pyramid. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. What about the fact that it's in Egypt and it's in South America? Oh, yeah. Yes. You know? Oh my God. So crazy. So
3: um, what my my cousin said something about like when the earth was like Pangaea or something, yeah. when when everything was one huge continent, mm-hmm. that there was one like species of mankind
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that they were the ones that built Oh, and they taught the lessons of how to build. Something humans. like that. Like okay. they were the ones that built those foundations. Mm-hmm. And like ah mm-hmm. oh, they said something about like those rocks that they use are rocks that'll last thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So it had to be like ancient people Mm -hmm. or like people of higher intelligence. And then I remember someone saying that maybe they were just so smart that they just ditched earth and they went somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Let's leave our cousins here. I don't know. I really don't know. But like, you know, they were like, they were saying, like, when it was the, that whole huge continent, just Pangaea, mm-hmm. like, that was when, you know, when they were building their society, they were building all those, like, pyramids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually when, you know, the land started to break off, mm. that's how they ended up in, like, all these different places across the earth. Mm. That's what my cousin was saying.
0: One thing I find interesting, uh, I took an anthropology class Yeah. Um, at some point, and... During the, over the course of the evolution of humanity, Mm -hmm. there's one point about 50,000 years ago, and there's no indication as to exactly what happened, but suddenly they just go from primitive to Civilized, not like huh. you know, like upright talking or whatever, but yeah. using tools mm-hmm. and
3: um, agriculture.
1: Yeah,
0: it's yeah, like they mm-hmm. missed a the
3: whole era of huma- yeah, like humans and There's mankind. Some kind of mm.
0: flashpoint or singularity yeah. know, or mm-hmm. something that occurred. Someone yeah. so, in, so in the sky. Yeah, yeah. 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 Someone um, erased our history books. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. An
1: arrival of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Man.
1: So, See, that's yeah. why I love science. Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. You ever entertain the thought that, um, like we've been imprinted with this kind of history. Um, I think that's what the the Mormons believe, or some some religions believe that we've been imprinted with this um, this history of, like, dinosaurs and ancient Egyptians, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just, like, flaws in that history would be, like, oh, the limestone is so perfectly carved, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't be possible, mm-hmm. or, like, that's why dinosaurs shouldn't have been in this area, but there's bones there, and it's because some higher power put them there mm-hmm. and, like, made a mistake in some way, you know?
0: Well, that, that's that's a uh, Christian theory, actually, Christian. Okay. Uh, yeah. called the... Uh, like ancient or aged earth or something they believe the earth is only 6000 uh, years old right there you and go yeah it was made to look old mm-hmm. for some reason and not taking into account that galaxies are billions of years old i know the <laughs> no. No, no, universe they were made to be old <laughs> the universe <laughs>
2: the
3: universe itself is like old yeah. like mm-hmm. trillion th- or numbers that i can't even pronounce mm-hmm. like years old yeah it's crazy so it's like there has to have been an era that lived before us or it's a simulation. That's true. Mm. Maybe all of this and is so fake, guys. Well, this is the, fact <laughs> that
0: the universe is just so incomprehensibly big and to think like and we're it's, it's never ending. Beings.
3: And it's never ending. Well, it is. I can't wrap my mind around that. We
0: just can't find it yet. Yeah. Or something. Cuz it's yeah. expanding. Also, there's no so beginning there's... and no end. But that's the big bang. For
3: time. <laughs> no beginning yeah, it is and no trippy. end. It's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: And
0: will well. we ever know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> we will never <laughs> know. Will never know. So that's why film is such a great metaphor because. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really
3: thought you had something. Thought, yeah. <laughs> something really deep.
0: So it's always moving forward, yet yeah, we can make events go backward. You can reverse the film. I don't know. It's a flat circle. Time's a flat circle. <laughs>
3: anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was good. Yeah, no. That was, that good. was <laughs> really good. It <laughs>
1: yeah. got me thinking. Uh,
3: I'm going to go home now and start researching. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: Pyramid stuff. It gets yeah. me. Mm-hmm.
3: Space and time, space travel, <laughs>
1: time travel. <laughs> you want to oh. go down a deep rabbit hole? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, <laughs> it's um, okay. You should look up the no plane theory. What is that? On YouTube. It's, it's about 9-11. So kind of a sensitive oh. topic, okay. which maybe we don't want to talk about too much, but the no plane theory that there was never any planes in the sky. That they just came down. It's
3: wild. My God.
2: Yeah. I just got goosebumps. I know. You said Weird, that.
1: Right? <laughs> well, because it, it happened in 2001, which is before people had like um, accurate recording devices. So people say that like maybe the, it, the stuff that they showed on Fox News is really just planted stuff that they were able to visually affect Oh, know. like CGI? Like CGI it. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy stuff.
3: I don't know if that's the I'm kind telling of conspiracy Big you about <laughs> <laughs> This is a simulation, guys. This is not reality.
0: <laughs> well, um, what are you working on now? Oh. Just like um, agency stuff? Or do you have some private projects you're working
3: on? I have some Personally. private projects that I'm working on. Okay. Um, I'm going to be DP for this web series pilot. Oh, maybe. That's being, oh, like um, that. yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We so just had Marion on
1: last week, or two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
3: that's gonna be fun. Awesome. That is gonna be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we're, we, I just met with them, like, the other day, so we're just starting, like, pre-production mm-hmm. for, like, equipment, the whole shebang. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, Do you guys have a timeline to production, like filming
1: in summer? We are filming really. April
3: to May.
2: April.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, dang, that's soon.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, I just realized that's next month. Well, you yeah. guys are full force ahead <laughs> in prep. I know.
0: into March. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So we they did casting and they have people. Mm. They have they have a mood board. They have they have everything taken nice. care of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. That's so great. I'm just overseeing equipment and mm. like the people who are gonna help me and like. Mm-hmm. Um, the visual Hmm. kind of representation of the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, And in the weekends, everyone knows this. I shoot weddings. Um, (laughs) Can't (laughs) kick that wedding habit. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't.
0: It pays the bills. It does. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. it also
3: helps me um, kind of stay on my toes. And like Mm. it helps keep that storytelling Mm. aspect of myself Mm -hmm. going, that gear Going, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, you don't get complacent with your no, because it's
3: like it's like um, with weddings, you're it's all it's almost like documentary. I like to think Mm -hmm. about it as documentary because you're Mm -hmm. actually documenting someone's life, so it's very similar in that aspect, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, uh, what else am I working on?
1: You're so busy, where the I know it's so great, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's really inspiring, really.
3: Uh, so one of these days I feel like I'm just going to die from over-burnout. <laughs> no. If that's possible. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but maybe you'll get
1: to a point where you'll feel comfortable saying no to projects.
3: I'm getting no. in that stage now. Yeah. So now I'm saying no to certain weddings. Um, mm-hmm. I'm saying no to certain projects. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think would be Mostly good because of time conflicts.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But like there are some that now I'm kind of just like, oh, is it worth my time? Like, mm. does it really nurture... what I want to be doing in the long run, then I say no. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Yeah. Because right now I'm trying to do that whole work-life balance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's like, don't overwork too much. It's going to take over you because my health is deteriorating. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're balancing a love life too. Yes. No. Uh, sort of. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. a personal life in general. I mean, you yeah. have your family. You. Yeah. You need to have a social life of some sort. Yeah. So yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So that life, I'm like, gotta manage that too. Oh my gosh. Because I have to make sure I take care of that. Like I can't just put my whole entire like energy into just working, it's or so else hard. I'm gonna lose my foundation and yeah. my support, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna. I don't know. Preach, girl. <laughs> My soul like is... like you know
1: what you're supposed to do, <laughs> but like just doing it is the hard part, right? Doing it is the
3: hard part. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm very like self-aware and like all those aspects, but like fear, mm. fear sometimes creeps up and tells me, it's going to be scary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're not going to make it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard. Mm. Yeah.
1: It's going to be hard, but challenging, challenging and uh, fulfilling.
3: And fulfilling Getting over those
1: obstacles Yeah Reaching your goals Yeah And then making new goals
3: Hopefully Yeah Failure is like my biggest fear Yeah But I know I just have to let it happen when it happens
0: (laughs) Part of the process Yeah Mm -hmm.
3: But yeah So that's what I'm working on um let's see let's see let's see i can
1: see you being a singer one day after you like win an oscar for DPing. oh my god and then you're like you know what i'm gonna try this out i'm gonna be lady gaga i'll be
3: 40 yeah. years old be great. and, and i'll have my old. first show <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: i'll have my first show at like a really tiny bar and no one's listening to me
1: and you would get so much fulfillment out of that i i
3: know and i'll be like wow no one listen to me but oh great yeah <laughs> it's all relative yeah for sure yeah, I do have, like, little tiny goals in my head that I like. Like, I've always had this goal where I wanted to start my own, like, I wanted to have almost like Hollywood, but, like, for indie filmmakers, but, like, this huge, like, piece of land. And it's, like, like studio spaces and workspaces and cafes and, like, like equipment and like i don't know mm-hmm. it's just oh, my dream community yeah and collaboration I yeah yes. but it's like home base for indie filmmakers so you can find oh. everything in like yeah. one place i don't know very cool so everyone is like more tight-knit and everyone you know mm-hmm. yeah well yeah. that's in a perfect world <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: like a creative commune or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: so yeah, just little tiny goals of when I'm old and retired, and ooh, what do I want to do with my time? That
0: would be so
2: cool. <laughs> buy an island. I know. Buy an island. <laughs>
3: this is gonna be called the Indie Film Club. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. Love it. Yeah, uh, small goals.
1: Dreams. Yeah, small. Yeah, I'm just, just <laughs> gonna buy an island. I'm still my small. Big one. goals. Big unrealistic goals. <laughs> no. Yeah, girl, you can um, do anything.
0: Cool. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and start wrapping here about an hour and a half.
3: Cool. Yeah. Really? Nice. We were talking for that long? <laughs> yeah. <I> know, right? <laughs> keep going. Yeah. No, you want to talk okay. more about conspiracy theories? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after we turn everything off, we're still going to keep talking about like yeah.
0: conspiracy theories <laughs> yes. and stuff. Um, so, yeah, where can people find you on the web?
3: Oh, uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Storylight Studios. That's Storylight with S-T-O-R-Y-L-I-T-E. Studios, um, or StorylightStudios.com. Um, yeah. I remember really you can tell find me me once there.
1: where that name came from, so it's because <clears> you <throat> like to tell stories. Oh
3: my God, it came to me left. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my, at first, when I first started the business, I was like, I just need a name. Mm-hmm. I just need a name that tells people that I'm different or something. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, novelty. Novelty is, the meaning is it's defined as different, unique. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we can go with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then an old lady approached me one day, and she was like, why did you name yourself Novelty Studios? And I was like, because um, I wanted something that kind of defined me as some, something that, someone that stood out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then she was like, you know, when I think of novelty, I think of something else.
0: <laughs>
3: if you know what I mean. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> this must be rated
0: x
1: yes oh my god yes yes
3: that's what she said to me and for a long time i was like you scarred me to death oh my gosh
1: (laughs) this sage of a woman i know in that industry i was (laughs) like all right
3: i am no longer i am changing the name Mm -hmm. like that kind of like like little fire under my butt and it was just like changing changing yeah. mm-hmm. and so I was like in the shower and I was like I remember like putting shampoo on my my hair and the shampoo got in my eyes and I was singing and then all of a sudden I um story came into my head and then I was like playing with story with in my kind of just like playing with the word or whatever mm-hmm. just like putting things together like ooh story time
2: mm-hmm.
3: story something story I kept saying story 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 mm-hmm. and then um I don't know, I think I looked at something and then light came to mind and I was like, wait, story,
0: light?
2: (laughs) You saw the light. I saw the light. (laughs) I was like,
3: and then I like, they freaking just got out of the shower. I still had soap on me and I like (laughs) typed it in my phone just to make sure no one else had it. And then uh, people already had the ones that, it was like Mm L-I-G-H-T. So then I was like, okay, I'll just make it fancy and I'll just Mm -hmm. spell it L-I-T-E, story light. (laughs) But yeah, combining my two Your favorite things you spelling. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Don't say that. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but like it's like combining my two favorite things, which is um, storytelling. Mm-hmm. and then um, light. yeah, playing mm-hmm. with light. Playing with light. Yeah. I love playing with light. Mm. natural light and artificial lighting. Nice. Yeah. That is
1: very, very cool.
3: So I was like, oh, this is a lot more fitting. (laughs) Yeah. The Novelty Studios. (laughs) Oh, I still have my reservations with that woman.
1: (laughs) No, she had your best interest in mind. (laughs) I know. I was honestly,
3: I was it was a blessing in disguise. I was like, thank you for telling me that, because now I have a name that I actually am proud to stand Mm -hmm. by.
1: Mm -hmm. And the creepy emails stopped coming in. Yeah.
3: (laughs) 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 Yes. No more creepy emails. (laughs)
0: it has been a joy having you thank you this is
3: fun yeah Yeah. we could definitely talk more about conspiracy theories off air
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love this asmr thingy (laughs) hello (laughs) i'm scared (laughs) no thank you so much shika thank you so much for having me really so awesome So, so awesome and you're gonna go so far i'm so excited for you i hope so Dropping all these knowledge bombs. This was a really good one. Yeah. 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 yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I hope
3: I didn't say anything dumb. <laughs> no. Please don't hate me <laughs> if I said anything that offended you. <laughs> that SpongeBob thing. I, I know. Have. I was um, like, oh, all my friends. I bet there's 50 text messages in my phone right now. <laughs> I can't believe you hate SpongeBob. SpongeBob is so trendy right now. Too <laughs> so the fact that
1: you brought it up was like, ooh,
3: she's gonna pay for no, that. One.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like it's
3: funny because like whenever anyone has like you know like when we're just going day-to-day life and someone just like pulls out like a Spongebob reference yeah I'm like the only person in the whole group that's like what <laughs> or like I like pretend to know so I'm like laughing with them I'm, like yeah I remember that
1: scene Like and you're just like idiot <laughs> like, I don't remember that scene <laughs> yeah but yeah thank you for taking time out of your busy as hell schedule to be here oh no thank you for having me we'll have to do another check in in a year and Mm -hmm. see
0: where you are yes 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 from (laughs) uh, Vegas not
1: Vegas from LA the
3: private
0: island or a private island
3: (laughs) with my own private jet and a boat (laughs) 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 I'll come in my ship (laughs) yes yes (laughs) thank you guys thank you so so much much.
0: thank you for watching those who watched and, um,
3: thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh,
0: I guess that's it.
2: Bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>